0: Welcome, everybody, to another case thirdly. Our last program in 1949. Didn't it scare you? Yeah, the last program of this decade, the last one of this half century. The last one in the 1940s, matinee with Bob and Ray of public service, presented by Harvard University. Today's prize-winning script submitted by President Cohen. In case we don't get here Monday, Happy New Year, everybody. We'll be here Monday, or else, as you know, we can both be replaced. We can both be counted on to be here Monday. Just remember that if this job is too big for us, we can leave, Bob. And I want to make that abundantly clear. That's what we've been told. And you musicians, though, uh, before I say another thing, I want to thank you all for what you've done to me this year. You remember the first part of the year Ken and Bill introduced a great new song? Ken played it, I believe, first as a solo. We're going back over the highlights of the last year. Sounded just like that last chance. That's right. And he's had a year to practice it, but it still sounds just as bad. Hello? Yes, of course. We made a very historic phone call Excuse last year. Mark Perkins is on the phone, Bob. She wants to know what to do with Shuffle. He's prematurely celebrating the holiday. Give him the weekend off. Take the weekend off. or tell him to take the weekend off, Mark. Thanks, Ray. Quiet, Shuffle. Yeah, okay, Ma. I... Hello, I'm right here, and I'm all right. Uh-oh. Uh, Ma Perkins tells me that she's under federal indictment for peddling green lumber from the old lumber yard Ma. Well, we'll have to wait for Monday to find out what happens to her, I guess. No, we won't. As a matter of fact, she's telling me now. Oh, she is? Yeah. If I can't tell, that would be oh. breaking a, some sort of a code on radio. Breaking a cliffhanger or something. Incidentally, Cliffhanger, as you all know, friends, is a great musician. Thanks, Ray. And welcome, Cliff, to our program. Well, sir, it's been quite a long while. Wait a minute. I'll not say goodbye. Goodbye, Ma Perkins. Bye, <laughs> Ray. How it's been playing? quite a long while since my first visit up here this year, but it was an auspicious one. It certainly was. And do you want that pivot tooth back? Thanks. Very much. I suggest you don't use the word auspicious anymore. Don't use the word auspicious. You, you don't look good when you say it. You know, oh, okay. you look kind of excited about it. All Try right. Try some other word like fright. Let me hear you say that. Fright. F-R-I-T-E. Fright. Well, you know, we're don't. we don't, we're not running... Valderall. P-H-O-L-D... No, no, no spelling bee. What day Brees. was our great spelling bee this past year? Oh, well, that was one great program we had. You all remember our spelling bee when we uh, had some some very talented young men and young the women winner of the our spelling bee was little Harvey Crumlett, who's here today. To Thanks tell a us, lot, Bob. Tell us his and amazing Hello, everybody. Story. It's grand to be back. What what was to was the be word, back with you all. What was the word that tripped you up, Harvey? Folderall And did you finally get the correct spelling of it? Finally, I got it down pretty good. Falderol. F-O-L. Falderol. Capital F-O-L... Hyphen D, Fallerall. Try once more. Small F O L D E A yeah. Fallerall. Uh, P-H-A-O-L-D... Oh, I, I'm sorry. Oh, doesn't look as if you've progressed much in the last. I've got year, a Kimbo either. down now. A Kimbo. A K. A K I M B O U G H. Right, Kimbo. a Kimbo. Okay, and there's, that's Harvey Crumley. We'll hear from him in juxtaposition. J. Capital J-U-X. That's a small j. Small j. Juxtaposition. Small J U X. T T A. Juxtaposition. I don't know. I'm sorry, sir. Well, that's all right. You you keep it up, will you? I can't get that Maybe one. your spelling will improve. What else did we do? What was another big thing we did? We were at uh, several historic things. Bob and Ray is there. Bob and Ray was, is there. Presented the famous Battle of Crumlet. Remember back in July, we called in our on-the-scene reporter at the Battle of Crumlet. June 4th. June 4th,
1: 1530.
0: The Battle of Crumlin. Bob and Ray is there. Hold up steady. I'm speaking to you from my vantage point high atop a wall here on the commanding hill looking over the position where pretty soon the... Soldiers of the opposing army will probably be riding up. I believe I hear Bob, the band coming Bob, down the field me. now, and let's turn down there on the field, see if we can pick up some of this band music. Napoleon's troops are attired in gay red ballet slippers. And also muskets. Excuse me, Ray, for butting in. I believe there's another band approaching We here. Before we before we, enter, we swing down for that band music bar. Before I excuse you, did you have something to say? Yes, I did. I brought one of the commanding generals here to the microphone for you to interview. All right, sir. And your name is what, please? I'm is fine. Of course, you understand he speaks in another language. Foreign like... language. Foreign language. And we can't understand just what it is he is saying. But we are here. And I believe there's another band coming down the field. Oh, they passed by and we didn't... Excuse me, did this phone ring? Yes, I think it did. Hello. Hello, Ray. Hello, oh, Mom. How's everything? Hello, Mom. You're interrupting. We're running down through some the, we're running down through some of the great programs oh, oh, of nineteen forty nine. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> uh, I believe if if you could call back, say a one thirty one or oh. two, we could talk with you. All right. Is that Mom. all right? All right, Elizabeth. All right, So Hello. So long. So long. Bob, do you remember the famous broadcast we did from the Red Sox dugout last summer? That was wonderful. I believe you handled that. I, I handed things that. over to you. At the uh, Red Sox Park. That was uh, on a historic day, as I remember. Then we also did the final game at the Yankee Stadium mm-hmm. uh, when the uh, Red Sox uh, lost out yeah, in that last game of the, the Yankees. Direct from the dugout right after that game. And we heard on-the-spot interviews with several of the... I remember going up to Mr. McCarty and saying, Joe, and he said... <laughs> <laughs> then, uh...
1: Oh, you are one, two hours old. I am bummed.
0: And we had some auspicious uh, commercials last year, excuse the expression. So what kind of commercials? Well, some big ones. I warned you about that word. Remember, we were sponsored by U.S. Steel for quite a long while. That's right. That was awful nice to those folks. Nice working for them. We just didn't sell steel, friends. I don't know why you'd think this program could sell. Steel we offered the handy burglary kit for three or four weeks after that. Remember that one, friends, when we sold <coughs> you socks and shoes for walking upside the buildings? Also, together with the first order you'd received, the Bob and Ray How to Enter the profitable field of burglaring for fun and profit. Remember, we also told you of four employees, the first national bank who would sing? And uh, together with floor plans and several national banks throughout the country. Well, that was a big seller and went over great in America. you remember how you got that? You simply uh, wrote for it and it came to you, COD, when the postman arrived. You took $2.98 from him. And that started you on your career. Remember that? Well, they're all gone, so don't be writing for any more, friends. Please don't, because we're all out of them. Mary, you had a great, uh, great conspicuous first in the year 1949. Well, my
1: first record came on the market, Bob, mm-hmm. and uh, it went over just like a lead balloon. I
0: know, I remember that one, that uh, that teamed up Mule Train and one of Nick Kenny's great songs. How about giving us half a chorus of Nick Kenny's song, huh?
1: I don't remember it. Well, hum it. I'd like to be a cow in Switzerland. Where the skies are always blue, where the milkmaids yodel all the day, to their sweethearts miles and miles away. Then in
0: uh, September we introduced the well, that was enough. These oh, are just freezes, right, uh, yeah, you know? certainly. I'm sorry. Ray and I
1: introduced. yeah, My, my Ray, song, just sing it over in the Well, edges. you go
0: over in the corner and sing it, because uh, Ray and I yeah, introduced boss. the song. Quiet, Mary. Take your hands out of the marshmallow. You remember the one we did, K. me <laughs> song? Do you remember what that K-tumi's was? K. Toomey's song? Do you remember that song she wrote, and we harmonized The such a music one? goes round and round? No, oh. no. This was the new. One. Spanish? No. <laughs> no, no crazy. Higi oh. Kamuko wrote that one. Oh, was, I, I know what it was. Let's harmonize. You remember that one? Oh, yeah. We did a wonderful job that. Too bad we don't have the words. We could do it again. We never did. Uh-oh. i tell you what, while we look around for the words, oh, we can, as a matter of fact, they're in Bill Green's private locker, which is conveniently located, friends, for television. I wish you wouldn't leave sandwiches in there so long, Bill. I, Bill keeps a small drugstore in there, too. Are you insisting on enhisting, Bill? Do you have any on in there? He has some uh, eye wash there. That poses there. a question. Where, where are they now? I don't know. Well, they I don't haven't know. been with us for quite. We do have Chesterfields. Would you like to... Who's our guest Chesterfields? Chesterfields star today? Before we play it, you remember, friends, about several several features that we told you about Chesterfield oh, that, that you never talk about that the people don't know about probably that you can that you can take the paper off of Chesterfield, there's a little strip of glue on it you wet it and you can hold up little locks of hair if you put more glue on the paper yeah, of course you can save the tobacco to put in your pipe but that's, that's another one of those many things that you can do, no that isn't the song no. no that's not the one Bill, we never did learn that one, oh this is called Gee it's tough to be a skunk, this one we really made popular this past year though why don't they play it Chesterfield satisfy women and men. Chesterfield over and over again. Milder, much milder, all smokers agree. Always by D.C. Now let's introduce young Dr. Brent. Hi, folks. Seven years old. This year marked a a big thing in Dr. Brent's life because he performed one of his most most dangerous operation.
1: I remember that very well. I, I remember... got my own brain. <laughs> I remember that.
0: We were there in the operating room with you. We heard you say to your nurse.
1: You hand me the scalpel, please, sir? Okay,
0: Doc. Wait a minute. Hold it. Stop. We have a small... Did Radio pass. Registry send you over as a nurse? Yes, they did, yes. let hear that voice again? Okay, Doc. I don't know. There's something about a nurse that talks Say, like that. They said right? something about you got a small budget up here. I know we've got a small budget, And but... I could be used in the western scenes, too. Can you also play a gangster part? Anything you yeah. want. Okay. Well, then we can use you, maybe. All right. So the nurse sounds like that. That's it. Organ music. Here's your scalpel, Doc. By the uh-huh. way, here's your scalp, too. Thanks. What do you think's the matter with him? Take his pulse, will you? Where do you want me to take it? On his arm. Oh, Wait a minute here. Let's see. Hand me, hand, hand me, hand me up a blotter there, will you? Oh. <laughs> well, okay. I like that red gown you're wearing, Doc. It was white when I came in. <laughs> uh, let's see now. I wonder okay. if he's getting enough oxygen
1: here. I don't know.
0: Slap him in the face. See if he hears
1: yeah. you. Hey, Ow! wake up there.
0: Better give him a little more sturdily. Yeah, needs a little more, I guess. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Uh oh. <laughs> I think he stopped, he stopped reading, Doc. Wait a minute. Let's pull up the sheet. Up oh. over his head. Oh, oh. Now, let's get out of here. Let's get out Come of on, here. Come on, let's ride. Right. Come on. For his second offering, our organist, Mr. Wilson, will play... Can't you hear me calling Caroline? Caroline. 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 Hear me, holy cow. I want some volunteers to go with me to the past. There's been some dirty work. What kind of dirty work? (laughs) Laundry. (laughs) 1949 as well. As well as... The year when we touched serious situations like that involving the return of Little Skipper to Linda and David's lives. Next, Linda Lovely. Written for radio by A. Carrington Luff and starring Marsha Van Allshot as Linda, Sherman L. Sturdly as David. Let's turn back the clock to a day late in summer. The small house in River's mouth. The clock is striking three and David and Linda have just come in from the garden where they have had a mid-afternoon picnic.
1: David. David, darling. Yes, a... I...
0: I heard you call me, so I... David, hey. would
1: you like cocoa?
0: Hey. I... I believe I'll have a cup, yes.
1: All right, oh, my darling. And... Oh, David, there's a rose in your mouth. I know that. Oh.
0: Pass me one of those
1: oh, my peanut darling.
0: butter sandwiches.
1: David, you're so strong.
0: Excuse me, Linda, you, your dress is on fire. I. Oh. Well. I'll help you put it up. There.
1: Thank you, David. It's you're so strong. Strong, my darling.
0: Awfully warm for July, wouldn't you say?
1: Yes, David.
0: Have you, have you heard from Lawyer Tucker?
1: He called this morning. He said Skipper will be coming home soon.
0: Little Skipper coming back home.
1: David, I can't go on.
0: That went on for three weeks, and we didn't require any lines or anything. Then in September, a new character entered Linda and David's a lives.
1: Miserable life.
0: Uncle Eugene came upon the scene.
1: Uncle Eugene?
0: It was just at the time when Linda had received a sterling silver imitation ivory love brooch in the shape of a piston ring.
1: Say, Linda, that's
0: a mighty beautiful. Sterling silver, ivory-type piston rig love brooch you're wearing there.
1: It was sent to me by an anonymous sender. Who sent it to you? An anonymous sender.
0: Why, that is is mighty beautiful there on the back of your neck. Thank you. I'll bet all of your friends would like to receive one exactly like it, too.
1: Oh, I don't suppose they could, because I only... uh, I have the only one in the world. This little handy locket here.
0: That's a locket, I saw. Excuse me a minute.
1: (laughs) Do you see this handy locket here? Yes. See what I can keep in it? Parkings.
0: Hey, that's a mighty big locket, isn't it?
1: Yes.
0: I used to have a locket like that in high school, kept my books. in. It. Oh,
1: Uncle Eugene, you're so strong. Here's uh, how your thumb's there.
0: <sighs> Linda, it would it'd be so wonderful if all of your friends could receive one of these. Wouldn't genuine... it
1: be wonderful if the sponsor could make his way clear?
0: If oh, you I, I should imagine they would be much too expensive, Aunt Linda, to send to all of your many friends who would send. A box stop and headsets, cover a, handling and bailing.
1: I have a feeling that the announcer at the end of the program will have something special to say about this brooch.
0: Oh, if, if only he would. Oh, it's too much to expect. Too much to expect, I suppose. Is that
1: telephone ringing? No, it isn't. Then that
0: collar is too tight on my neck. Well, we, we listened a little bit later and heard the announcer make that wonderful announcement. Yes, ladies, get in on this great thing. Be the first one in your neighborhood with a genuine imitation sterling ivory brooch. Be a big wheel in your gang. Remember, you catch it at the back of the neck with a tootsie roll. What else do we have in 19... Be the first member in your crowd to wear this exclusive Linda Lovely brooch. Be a pillow in your society. Pillar. Pillar in your society. What other things do we have in 1949? Well, we were fired once and then rehired. By... Luckily, it was on a Saturday, and we were back to work Monday. They had forgotten about it.
1: No, but we won't reenact
0: those horrible scenes, certainly. No. Well, we we, we should avoid them. I think we should turn to Ken and Bill, the 385th Field Artillery Orchestra. That's right. The song that received the most requests during the past year for Ken and Bill to play. Send them home, it's called. <laughs> I want to go home with you, by like Canon Bill. Hey, Bob. Hmm? Uh, did you happen to see the schedule this morning uh, where it, it, it made mention of the fact that the Boston Traveler, starting this coming Wednesday, would have... Boston, wait a minute, Ray. I've heard that name somewhere before. Boston Traveler, newspaper. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, now, starting Wednesday, the 4th of January, they're going to have the adventures of, I think, Skip Along Garibaldi. Is that right? I think that's his name, or Jump Along... Or well, I don't know. So I went out and I uh, found this transcription, and I thought we could play it and... and uh, Tell the whole story? Yeah, remind you. everyone about it. Okay. So, and I picked out two good men to, to go to work on this transcription. Well, oh, I know, uh, being in the talent business, as you have been so long... You see, I have my finger on it all the time. Sure. I have my finger on the pulse of the nation. Uh-huh. I remember one time when I was handling Dave Rubinoff and his violin... Mm-hmm. Come on, Bob. There goes that owner of Vomit now. Not me, Ray. I ain't going after him. I'm staying right here. You mean... Yeah, I'm yeller. Come to think of it, so am I.
1: Here, let's hold up here. All right. Hold hold up there, old tangled boy. Hold up there, boys. Hold up. Oh, we ain't got nothing to worry about. Why, look who's here. Hop along.
0: (laughs) Hi, partners. This is your friend Hopalong Cassidy. I've got some good news for you. Starting Wednesday, January 4th, I'm going to be with you every day in the comic pages of your favorite newspaper. And the favorite newspaper hereabouts is the Boston Traveler. If you enjoy my television pictures and my radio show, I'm sure you'll like the new Hopalong Cassidy comic strip. It will be full of fast, hard-riding action and adventure and plenty of thrills. Toppers in it, too. And we tangle with some pretty tough hombres right from the start. I hope you enjoy it. Hey, wait for me, Bob. I want to reserve my Boston Traveler for next Wednesday, too. Won't catch me missing a single episode of Hopalong
1: Cassidy.
0: You did. You did uh, pick two good men for that. <laughs> you know why I won't miss one? I'd be fired if I did. But <laughs> well, anyway, I think that that should be real great, Hopalong Cassidy. He's always been a big favorite of mine. Ray, right, I happen to have seen a few of the advance releases from this mighty interesting Western adventure strip. You did, Tex? What do you think about it? I, mean, I think it's here to stay, and I want to go on record as saying that. Well, anyway, I think Bill Boyd will go to work on his third million now. Well, I think Bill will get along with three squares a day, and for all, that's what counts. You bet. It's the biggest thing in life, down there by the old Chuck wagon. You said it. Under that western moon on the prairie. There in the old sneakers. Well, those were the days. Now, why don't we go out west for a while, or do you think we ought to do our... Uh... Well, we had, a, we, we had an interesting discovery one time this past year when we... Uh, we roamed to the far-off Orient, discovered a program very similar to one that we were used to listening to around here. Remember that one? Oh, I remember now. The Yangtze River Incorporated presents Mr. Lee and his unoriginal Bad Will Hour. Oh, uh, thank you, Mr. Wong. Uh, first problem, please. Ah, uh, my problem is this, Mr. Lee. Uh, don't I prop proper name or place, please. Yes. Ah. Uh, I've been a pirate on the on Yellow River. Uh, don't mention your proper name, place. I've been a pirate on this here river. Uh, let me name... see if I have your story right to this point. You say you've been a pirate? Yes, and I met this here woman in Hong Kong. I see, yeah. Uh, uh, excuse me, you have a bit of chasudin on a lapel there. What? A dinner on lapel. Now, continue with a problem, please. At uh, this here woman, she shanghaied me. Oh, I see. There's one more Shanghai, you, huh? Well, and, uh, to make a, a a long story short, Mr. Lee... Oh, uh, that's what we want here, yeah. I've come I've come for your advice. I mean, I don't know what to do. Uh, oh, I didn't tell you I shot her. I didn't tell you that far. I to ask you a couple questions. Yeah. You have told anybody about this? What, well, you think you crazy? No, no, the cops will be looking for me then. Uh, my advice to you is to get out of town quick. I see. Um, any particular town? I oh, no, I don't want to mention any particular town. Maybe you have relatives you can go live with. You have sisters? Yeah, I got three sisters. Patty, Maxine, and Levine. I will suggest you go live. Go live with them. Yes. Until uh, this whole thing's over. I don't know. They'll be glad to see me, you know. I uh, mean, they don't like me, I don't think, you know. Uh, you understand, I cannot give you legal advice on program, though no tongue will be after me. I see. However... If you stay see me in my pagoda after the program, I'll give you a little more advice. Like. Incidentally, friends, if you'd like to buy a Tong War Bond, simply <laughs> send along $10 to Tong War Barn's Care of this station. Then we went out west uh, several times last year. Oh. We got into hot water two or three times. And did we <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't have any soap with us. it <laughs> didn't help matters. You any. remember the time we made the movie short? Yes, that it was, was about, about a short two, two or three reels short. <laughs> yeah. It only had one reel, and both of us were hung in that first reel. And everyone was dissatisfied when they went to our opening night at Grauman's Chinese Theater. We had <laughs> fresh cement there. And everyone got <laughs> <could laughs> stuck in the lobby. Don't They're you know? They're still standing there. We bring them food. I'm the reminded time. of the great poet Browning, who once said, "Any more commercials?" No, we've run through the commercials. Well, look, here's another thing. Here's a song written by Joe Candulo, Bob. Oh yes, sir. Jack Joyce and Ken and, well, Will, uh, Ken and Bill played it earlier. So why don't we sing it? I want to go home with you. Well, you sing it. I don't really know. All right. I don't don't know it very well myself. So don't laugh at me, friends. Maybe someday you'll have to sing. This was the big new voice of 1949. Incidentally, don't be you sitting around uh, radios at home. Don't be giggling at me, you know? I'm very tender, you know? Okay. Aren't you going to
1: play? I want to go home with you. I want to go home with you.
0: I want to meet the family, I'm sure that they'll approve of me. I want to go home
1: with you,
0: and nobody else will do. Kissing goodnight at your
1: front door makes me love you more and more.
0: You folks ain't giggling now, you never will be this phone ring, Bob? Yes, it did. Hello? It's a lucky thing, too. Okay, lady. Yes. Yeah, know. I've never had no train or nothing like that, no. Yeah. Thank you. Hang up. Hang up in the face. Thank you she very has much, no Matt. She talent when she hears it. I want to go home with you. Thank you and good night.
1: <laughs> well, there you
0: have the, Do you like big, that one? the big new voice of last year. So get your votes in. Remember, the Honest City is Superior, Wisconsin. And the number then, out theres seven one seven two two three four four eight nine. Here, I'll call them right Jay. now, as a matter of fact. Now, this is how you call it. You getting it, you yeah. darling? Yeah, I'm getting it now. Quite a long number. Isn't yeah. It? Yeah, it is.
1: It's
0: longer than we have here in Boston. Sure is. It's a bigger city <laughs> out there. Yeah. Here. There she is. <laughs> uh. Hello? Hello, is this the yes. Honor City? Right, oh. Uh, is this the right number? I believe it is, sir. Or 71774-223-44968. No, J. That's, no, no, that's the wrong number. I'm sorry. Oh, I better hang up. Sorry. Here, I'll dial him again. got right. it this time. Hello?
1: Hello? <laughs> you got
0: the right number this time? Yes, I want to vote for Ray Goulding He's okay, great. Okay, right, I'll put your vote down here on our Master Tabulator. Thank you very much, sir, for calling. And Master Tabulator is standing right beside me. I'd like to have him say a few words. Thanks very much, Bob. Oh, I. Uh... <laughs> It's awful good to be here with you. Well, it's nice like to have you back Ah, satellite.
1: certainly.
0: Bill Green, uh... But now, the makers of Snickers presents Dr. O.K., the sentimental banker. So we're taking out of the stage of Lowe's Polite Theater and last chance, has on. The Dr. O'Kay, the sentimental man. Thank you, Mr. Sturdley. Before we get to our questions and contestants for today, let me introduce my assistants here at Lowe's Poli Theater Last Chance, Saskatchewan. In the orchestra to my right, Ed Sturdley. Thank you, Doctor. In the center orchestra, Ed Sturdley. Thank you, Doctor. In the orchestra to my left downstairs, Ed Sturdley. I'm not going too fast for you, Doctor Yes, am I? You are down in the balcony upstairs, Ed oh. Sturdley. Now to our first contestant, you, Ed, Ed Sturdley, oh. in the orchestra downstairs. I have Excuse me, in the balcony upstairs. Oh. <laughs> Hurry along now, please. We don't have too much time. I have a gentleman, Doctor. All right. For that gentleman, Doctor, here's our famous American question. I can give you three clues. Uh, If you answer after the first, your prize will be a portable wall safe. If you answer after the second, a genuine live chameleon from the island of Madagascar. But if it takes you all three clues, your prize will be an electric welding kit. Is that clear, sir? Yes, sir. The number one clue, I was born. Ah, Ted Williams, Michael O'Brien, and William Pelley. Those are good guesses, sir, but they're not correct. Let's wait for your second clue. it. No, I'm sorry. I invented the steamboat. Uh, Wait for your clues. I invented the steamboat, the electric typewriter. I hung by my thumbs from the Empire State Building for two hours and 45 minutes before dropping off. Who am I? Oh, uh, Grant Volney. Oh, you're right. As far as you've gone, sir. You'll have to complete his name. Uh, Grant Grant Volney what, sir? Grant Volney LeBert. No, uh, Grant Volney McGee. No, I. Grant Volney, uh. Oh, I'm yeah. awfully sorry. Your time is up, sir. I think you'd find his full name to be Grant Volney Jr.
1: But oh, a box of oh, Snickers oh, today. What
0: size Snickers do you wear, sir? Eight and a half. And your name and address, please John Kieran, New York, 20, New York. See, boy, that about winds things up, doesn't it? Yeah, it should before the cops arrive. The last program in the last series, and the last year, the last pod. A little late, so. Hey, look, everybody, be real careful this weekend, will you? And be around Monday so that so that you can listen to us. If for no other reason, we'll try to be here. In fact, we will. Well, we expect to be. Ken Wilson played the Yeah. Bill Green played the piano. Jimmy Sullivan was our grand, our grand, your grand, Jim name with Bob and Ray is heard every day, Monday through Saturday at 1 o'clock. Remember, if you get work right, and hang by your thumbs. Happy New Year, everybody. WHDH in the good old city of... Isn't it? Is it still here? What is it? What happened?
1: It's Wait a minute, a little... stop. Wait stop the music! Wait a minute.
0: We have to find out what on the air here. What goes on the air here, Bob? Regent Cigarettes. Regent Cigarettes. What do you know about that? You mean... Yes, this can mean war. Here, hand me the phone. Hello, Washington? George? Correction, please. Regents do not cost extra. Correction, please. Regents do not cost extra. King size Regent cigarettes are oval shaped for 10% cooler smoking. Yet Regents cost not one cent extra. Luxury smoke. Regular price. Regent cigarettes. First news first, here is the 130 edition of the Herald Traveler News. The United States and the other four members of the Inter-American Peace Committee have joined in censuring the Dominican Republic. The committee has sharply criticized the Dominican government for giving President Truillo the power to declare...